Joining me on the live line is Orphe DeBugene, who is uh, with the Illinois Policy Institute and um, is joining us. And I hope I didn't mess that up. I mean, it's Devin. De- Orfe Divunge. That's right. Okay. It's Divungi. That's correct. De- De- well, De- you, you did a fantastic job. Thank you very much. So let me ask you this, Orfe. Um, where's your family from? From Africa, from Gabon. It's a uh, small country on the Atlantic coast of Africa. Really? That's right. So your parents immigrated to the United States. That's right. My parents, my parents moved here uh, a number of years ago uh, for work, uh, like, like many people who come looking for opportunity uh, in a country that uh, has always embraced, uh, you know, uh, free markets. Uh, right. and, uh, and, and that's created a lot of opportunity and success for many, many people, many families. All right. Well, I'm. You know what? I'm so glad you're with me because we're on Facebook Live, and there's Cletus, of course, uh, harassing me. One of my favorite uh, listeners and and friends on Facebook. So, Cletus, I hope you enjoyed this conversation. Well, let me begin by saying this, uh, Orfe. The data that you guys came out is staggering, and my concern is. Um, is kind of exacerbating a little bit because um, Illinois is broke. Well, they say they're broke. Um, And we have exhausted uh, all of our resources, the few that we had um, with, you know, when it comes to this budget, um, we've already exhausted this. And we can, I mean, easily, I'm sure there are a lot of states around the nation that could uh, go bankrupt with uh, the hit of this pandemic and what it's doing to families who are going to uh, really suffer through this this pandemic and it can't do anything to get worse so what are some of the key points you want to share with the um uh, audience that you found in this data that you collected yeah absolutely yeah so the the covid19 induced uh economic downturn uh affected uh women more than men uh that's one of the facts but it also affected minorities uh more than whites uh, you know, blacks traditionally lose their jobs first. Right. You know, they're first fired and, and last hired. Uh, and, and that's really, really sad, really unfortunate. And in, in previous recessions, it's always been about, uh, there's been an element of discrimination. Uh, and, and, and I think most Americans need to, to accept that uh, and, 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 and move forward, right, and try to, and try to change things. So there's always been an element of labor market discrimination, even though it's been declining a lot uh, over time. But in this particular uh, instance, uh, it all started when, uh, when after COVID-19 hit and the governor of Illinois uh, basically uh, decided on what would be a essential industry and what would be non-essential. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so by declaring, you know, entire industries, you know, occupations, uh, non-essential. Uh, what ten, what ended up happening is that many, many women and, and, and minorities, in particular, lost their jobs because they were uh, they were uh, disproportionately represented uh, in those uh, heavily represented in those jobs and industries. Right? We're talking about you know the retail sector. We're talking about uh, 
you know, aides, uh, nursing aides, mm-hmm. and 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 teacher, even teachers, right? So you know, people, the child care providers uh, that were basically put out of a job uh, because of the strict, broad-based, uh, statewide lockdowns. So, are you being critical of the of the governor for making this decision to shut down? And to you know, and to declare who's essential and and non-essential because, I, I, I mean, we're doing pretty I think good gover- in comparison to a lot of states. For sure, for sure, I think the governor did what uh, what he thought was best. You know, and to some extent, he followed uh, some of the guidelines that were coming from uh, the different, uh, you know, the World Health Organization and and, and all these different groups. Uh, but you know, unfortunately. The entire—it's not just the state of Illinois. The entire country uh, really, really uh, messed up their response to the pandemic. You know, and as we learn more and more, research comes out. We learn that basically uh, these lockdowns are completely inefficient. Right? They cause uh, more pain than uh, than they actually work to save lives. Uh, what, in fact, what the research shows is that they need to be targeted. Right? So that you know, localities. With high a high number of cases, localities with a large population at risk should be taking these different measures. Should be the ones deciding what kind of measures to enforce, uh, not the the state government or the federal government. Uh, and so those are kind of what we're learning. Then again, you know, of course, you know, uh, you know, it's kind of like being a, a Monday morning quarterback, right? So you know, we don't want to criticize the governor too much because, of course. Uh, so many governors made the same mistake. Uh, now, when it comes to uh, to the pain that that's out there, right? Going back to the pain that's out there, uh, we, there's about a hundred thousand, more than a hundred thousand Illinoisans that are missing from the labor force right now. So when, even when we look at these unemployment numbers, we're really underestimating the pain. We're underestimating what's happening right now. So you're saying that, that there's school- how many how many people did you say that we can't account for? About being there's, in the there's workplace, least, there's at, at least a hundred thousand Illinoisans that have dropped out of the labor force. Okay, uh, due to due to the pandemic, right? So those are people, mostly women, married women, mostly with kids. Uh, some of them are single, but with kids that are uh, that are unable to find, uh, you know, uh, help with the children at home that don't that may have lost their jobs as well. Uh, and so that's where the bulk of the a uh, decline in labor force participation lies, right? It's among women with children uh, who, you know, some of them lost their job. Some of them uh, were still working, but are unable to juggle both work responsibilities and having to take care of young children at home. Uh, so that's where the pain really is, uh, mostly with, with women with kids, and that's really, really unfortunate. And, of course, if schools don't reopen this fall uh, for in-person classes, uh, there's a lot of women uh, with children that will uh, suffer as a result. And, of course, that has implications for the lifetime earnings of these women, right? Yeah. So time out of the labor force, time out of work will lower their lifetime earnings and their future prospects for employment. So do you fear that some of these women will just drop out of the workforce altogether and this is the question that i have for our listeners if you found yourself in this situation 
Do you send your kids to school with confidence that they're going to be okay and that they're not going to bring home COVID to, you know, my mother, you know, their grandmother or someone else that we might be a caregiver for? Do you risk it? Do you, and that's the question I think people that don't even have kids, if you don't have kids that are school age, how do you judge other people who have said who they want to send their kids to school because they are looking for jobs, uh, they're looking for a job, or they're at home caregiving for an uh, an adult, a mother or a father, someone that might be suffering from Alzheimer's or dementia, or you know you're just you know you're not capable of teaching your child the way they need to be taught. These kids need professional teachers. Every parent is not equipped to do this work. They don't do math today like I did math when I was in school. They've got boxes and all kinds of nutty things. So we're not, they're not learning the same way. How do do we get ourselves out of this? We are talking to Orfe Devanje. Um, he is from the Illinois Policy Institute, and he actually is a big muckety muck there. You're the chief uh, economist, right, um, Orfe? Yeah, that's right. Uh, that's right. That's, How long have you been <laughs> there? there? How long have you been uh, there? For almost three years now. Oh, okay. All right. I I, I wasn't aware you'd been there that long. So anyway. Um, we're talking about the fact that mom suffered nearly three times the job loss than dads in Illinois. And as I was saying on Facebook Live, um, if you probably broke it down racially, uh, those numbers would scare the hell out of um, most people. What is this going to do to Illinois' economy? If, if they're not able to spend money, these moms, if they're not going, this is a big time of the year. For um, for the retail stores and everyone else, this is when people are getting their back-to-school supplies and that sort of thing. What kind of hardship is this going to be on families that if they do have to um, do this from home, if they have to go to school from home, how is this going to impact uh, these people? Oh, yeah, it, it's, it's disastrous for the economy. Uh, so, so the fact that... Uh, Six uh, percent of uh, of working moms uh, have gone out, dropped out of the labor force altogether, uh, is a is a problem, right? So you know, w- women who lost their jobs are not contributing to the economy. They're not spending. They're not earning. They're not spending. Uh, but also, uh, women who have jobs and are forced to stay home uh, and, and care for their kids as well, right? Uh, because uh, because the schools and childcare options are out of the question. Uh, see a huge drop in their in their ability to do their jobs right in their productivity. But there's also this mental health aspect, right? So they right. they're strained, right? Uh, so there's a number of economists that have come out and said, well, look, you, we have women that are essential out there, they're essential workers, and at the same time, they're essential at home, having to take care of of young children. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's that has a detrimental of women. But also on their ability to uh, to contribute to the to the to the economy in terms of their productivity. Okay. Uh, so I, I mean, one of the factors that one of the things that I really want to say is no parent should ever have to ask them 
think it's cool or not. Orfe, you're but, breaking up. Uh, I can't hear you. You're breaking up. You said no so, no parent should have to so, choose no, no, one. No parent should have to worry should have to worry about sending their kids to school, right? Right, uh, right. That, that should not be happening right now. Uh, the reason why we're having these problems is because our government has failed us, right? We, we're now five months into this, uh, going to the six months of this uh, pandemic, and nothing was done to make sure that schools were safe to go back to in the fall. But what could you do? What, what could you possibly do to make sure that the schools are safe? I would say it doesn't take rocket science. They're, these schools are not safe. You can have all the hybrid m- models in the world, but kids are nasty, Orfe. You, you know, oh, absolutely. I mean, they're just... I, I agree. I mean, you know, they lick each other. They kiss each other. They touch each other. I, they're they're right. irresponsible. They don't wear masks. They, you know, they don't clean their masks. I mean, so that's what, right. what that, can you that's do? Why, that's, why, that's why our country... You know, when globally, when you look at look when you look at everything other countries have done to 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 reduce the spread of this disease, right, and to be able to reopen uh, uh, schools, uh, we failed. You know, we're we're lagging almost every other country in the world in terms of our handling of the pandemic, and that's why today we're facing this this serious uh, these serious questions. By the way, Terry, I have a three year old and a four year old that I'm trying to get to to get back to school as well and so those are serious concerns right you know uh, your kids putting their toys in their mouths and 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 touching things and, right. and then putting their fingers in their mouth and those are serious concerns and that now parents have to face because their government who they pay taxes to has completely failed them okay this is the question guys i've got a bank full of calls uh the question is would you send your children to school during this crisis if your option was you could not make your ends meet? I mean, Orphe's got a three and four year old, um, three and four year olds. I would be more afraid that they are falling behind, uh, you know, uh, the, the grade in the grade. I, I'm afraid that we're going to have. Um, a generation of kids that are not quite up to par, not where they should be academically or even socially. Does that worry you, Orfe? All the time. I mean, it keeps me up at night. Uh, you know, my wife and I talk about this nonstop. You know, we're worried that, uh, you know, our four-year-old should have been going and meeting friends and being socialized. Right. And, 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 it's, it's, and it's a difficult time for so many parents. You know, you're, we're, on one hand, you're, you're worried about your job. You're worried about uh, uh, the economy and, and how you're going to make ends meet and, and, and your earnings going forward and what you're going to be able to do. Uh, and at the same time, you know, you have kids at home. And, and even if you still have a job, you have to worry about, you know, running and taking care of those kids. And, 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 and some of us know about all these Zoom meetings. And uh, and you have these meetings, and you have kids running in the background, and it's really, really difficult. You, you know, I know you. I know so, so, you have your hands full with a three and a four right. year old. I, that's funny. That's funny. Let I me. Feel, I really feel for. I really feel for these women out there who, uh, because they really uh, uh, got the, the the brunt of this whole thing. Uh, you know, married women with children in particular. Uh, and and, it's so disastrous. It's so unfortunate that this is happening right now. All right, then. Well, Orfe, thank you so much uh, for joining us. How do people uh, see this data on the Illinois Policy Institute website? How do they get it? 
Well, we're at IllinoisPolicy.org. Uh, you know, please come out and reach out. If you have any questions, uh, we're happy to come back on the air. All right. All right. We, well, you know you will be back.